0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Blurred Lens, where we try to bring everything into focus for you. On this episode, we're just having roundtable chit chat talk. We'll be talking to a local photographer, Joe Robinson, he's here with us. And my beautiful and lovely wife, Bettina, she's in the studio with us. And we'll be talking in just a minute. Hey everybody, welcome to the studio.
1: Good morning. How are you? Doing great.
2: How about good you, Good morning. All all right. Or should I say good afternoon? Good afternoon, afternoon now, Yes, right.
0: yeah. yes. The uh, days seem to be flying by, so I can't keep track of time also. Right. Um, what we got going on here in the studio right now is uh, we're just doing some local talk, talking to a local photographer and some very interesting news um, that I received a couple weeks ago. Um, but we just want to sit and chit-chat and talk about... Um, your inspiration, your business, uh, your photography—what's going on with you? Um, I know you put some things uh, up on uh, Instagram and Facebook just recently. Yes, yes. Things that actually occurred at ClickCon. Correct. Right. And
2: on. Yeah, that was that was such a great experience uh, for me, um, and I'm pretty sure. I mean, being in and, and I was also a volunteer, so I got to hear a lot of the feedback yeah. from a lot of the people that attended or just, you know, just attendees and even the uh, models. Uh, I mean, it was just a lot of great feedback, a lot of positive energy. Um, people were loving it. And I, I was also loving it because I was loving the fact that it was here in my hometown in right, Chicago. Right. So I was glad, you know, because I had been to other conferences and, I didn't have to travel this time.
0: Yeah, you know, no so. flying, no train, right. no right. driving to drive right. Exactly. Right. Um, and Bettina here, uh, my wife, she also was a volunteer at the conference too. Uh, her first time volunteering for a conference, and um, but not her first time at a conference. Did you enjoy yourself?
1: I really enjoyed myself. I think one of the best parts was being able to be behind the scenes and seeing how things work. I uh, was able to meet a lot of wonderful, beautiful people and even spend some time with the models trying to get them ready, button them up, lacing up dresses, um, checking makeup, things like that. It was great. Looking forward to the next one.
0: Oh, that's great. Uh, Terry, I'm glad you uh, joined us at the uh, mic here. Uh, Terry, Ontario Derns, officially. Is our director and um, camera operator, but um, he had something to do with this conference too. Um, Why don't you tell us a little bit about what your part was?
3: Well, my part was uh, primarily um, greeting guests, making sure they were where, excuse me, where they were supposed to be, making sure they were where they needed to go. And um, we directed people there to their locations. Um, We sat in classes with the actual instructors, ensured they had what they needed. Um, doing the process. And um, yeah, that was pretty much all I did. I was just um, a boss in the hallways. That's what I like to call it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And this was actually your very first
3: conference. My very, very first conference um, dealing with photography and video. Um, I'm very new to videography and um, photography. And um going to this conference was very enlightening for me. I think it was um a, a really good learning experience and I got to meet a lot of great people and uh between the models, the photographers, the vendors, um it was just a great experience.
0: Yeah, for ClickCon there was a very heavy emphasis on videography um which I'm glad of and I'm glad you were able to attend it. Um I'm not a videographer so I don't seek out or know about a lot of conferences and this one ClickCon right here in Chicago just happened to have the heavy emphasis on videography. I was glad to see you there.
3: Yeah, I was happy to be there. Um, like I said, it was just a great experience. I got to meet a lot of great people. I, I do hope to sign up for a lot of videography, uh, the videography classes going forward. I think that will be a tremendous experience. I found myself in a lot of classes that was evolving around photography and um um, editing and Photoshop, which is something I needed experience with as well. Yeah. Um, but I think it was, um, I think going forward, I will make sure I volunteer to be in areas where there's more videography um, yeah. involvement.
0: And I'm sure videographers can take something away from actually attending photography classes because you still have to set your shot up. You still have to compose it. The composition of it has to look appealing to the eye to be able to keep people's attention.
3: Yeah. I mean, let me tell you how, how sad I am. I did not know I can video record on my cell phone and take pictures at the same, at the same time. time. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? So it was just a lot of things I learned that um, I would have never known if I wasn't at this conference. Yeah, um, yeah I, that's, that's yeah.
2: one of the great things about conferences. Um, I don't care how much experience you have or how, you know, how long you've been in a the business. There's always something you can pick up from somebody right. else right. that you didn't know. Yeah. I mean, it's always even from the novice from the novice to the some guy that's been around the world shooting. You always can pick something up from somebody. And that's one of the great things about these conferences and you can always, you know, uh network and pick up different things right. and and people are so willing to to help you and show you you know different different techniques and uh, different things that you that little things that'll just just boost your 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 business up or bu- boost your 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 skills. Mm-hmm. You're not. Bring loose-based. bring yeah. your skills up to to such a a, a, a higher level.
3: Yeah, people were very very welcoming in that way. They were willing to share, and you would think in such a competitive uh, industry, people would be. Holding back, they yeah, wouldn't be willing yeah. to show you I, their little tricks of the trade, mm-hmm. um, how to tweak your camera this way, how to use a filter this way. But oh man, it was it was yeah. Fantastic. When I
2: when I first got into photography here in Chicago, it was a it was it was kind of like you were in a, uh before I ever went to a conference. It was like you were in a competition. You would see other photographers, and mm-hmm. and you know, especially when you're just starting out. You know, you would ask questions, and they would be kind of leery about, you know, helping you out. Mm-hmm. Some some of them would, but then you could get some that didn't mind helping you. But um, it was it was kind of like you're in a competition. And um, I was in Sherry's class at uh, at Shutterfest, and she talked about how there's really not it's really not a competition because there's so much work out there for everybody there is and there's there's actually a shortage you know because there's I forgot the number she quoted but there was so many uh weddings that's done every year just in Chicago mm-hmm. And there's not enough photographers to even handle all of the weddings.
0: And that's just the wedding. That's just the wedding. And not to mention all the other areas of photography that could right. be. Right. But the one thing about people is, um, and we as photographers have to get over um, the mindset of, I can't show you what I know mm-hmm. because you're my competition. I can't teach you the things that I know because I have to hold that information myself. That's not the way we should be doing each other out there. We're so spread out across the country. There's there's so much business for every person that wants to do professional photography. And we, we have to be able to mentor someone. And if somebody's looking for um, some information or anything that can help them or boost them, we should be willing to go out there and just give it to them yeah
3: yeah I think that'll be um well I can tell you at this at the conference that was the case I think everyone was willing to share information yeah and I made it very known that I had no idea what I was doing with a camera when it came to photography Um, but everyone was so um, enlightening they took time to say hey try this Hey, you can do this. When we were at the photo booths. Um, one of the guys from Panasonic came over and showed us how to set lighting and um, position the models and to get this dynamic shot. And I, like I told him, I said I have no clue what you're showing me, but he said, "Don't, don't worry about it. But I'm gonna show you some more stuff." And that's what he <laughs> did. And I, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I think I owe the guy immensely in what he's shown us it yeah. was just a great experience yeah, yeah.
0: some knowledge yeah. and things that you can take away from it and add yeah. to add to your um own uh, collection yeah
3: and my my thought was i'm coming here to boss people around to volunteer and here i know here i am now <laughs> looking at lighting different looking at how to pose models in a different way and actually playing around with the settings on my camera to shoot uh, yeah. photography and not just video so right. it, it was, right. great. It
0: was the, great and the best thing about um this particular conference click con is that even the volunteers were able to take time off to pursue the classes that they wanted to, yes. to take a look yes. at. That was, I mean, there's some conferences where right. you're volunteering. Yeah, I was. You
2: work. I, I, I volunteered at a conference before, and they literally worked me to the point where I was, during the whole three-day conference, I was only able to, um, I, got, I got the chance to get the lectures at the end, but... <laughs> During the conference, I only got a chance to take three classes mm-hmm. the whole time I was there. And then any other shooting that I was able to do was after hours. I had to hook up with other photographers right. and, and get my shots in, in. And and with this conference, it was much different. Even though we worked, they made sure you were able to get in some classes get some shooting done, you know, get some, you know, you able to pop into a class. Mm -hmm. If you weren't working, you could just pop in and say, hey, I want to join in. And and the instructor was like, hey, just no problem. Come on in. Because the one shot that I posted with the girl with the red dress Mm -hmm. uh, flying up, that was one of the classes I just popped in. Uh, I saw him over there shooting. I just jumped in and, you know, I asked if it was okay. And the instructor was like, yeah. Come on, you know, just this is these are the settings. This is what we're doing, and boom, 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 just that quick, I was able to get that shot. That was a great shot too, by the way. I saw that.
0: (laughs) Um, And and Bettina, I know you um, you got a little bit of shooting in when we when we did the uh, the model up by the penthouse. Katerina Clayton. For anybody that wants to look up um, Katerina on Facebook or Uh, Instagram, it's Katerina, C A T E R I N A Clayton.
1: So I think one of the great things was um, walking away, and you have made some valuable, forever-lasting friendships. Um, Not just fellow photographers, but artists, and some of the models, and a lot of the people behind the scenes that are coming forward and telling you their experiences, and then you can build off of that. And even the instructors, I mean, some of these instructors are worth lots. And it's hard to even get into a class outside of a conference or get advice from some people. These are the exact same people who sat down and ate dinner with you yes. and became friends with you and are, and are still having conversations with you even afterwards. And I think that means a lot. I was able to connect with a photographer who primarily now focuses just on dance. And lo and behold, come to know, we both grew up and each studied probably together over 30 years of just dance and neither one of us can actually do it anymore because of mm. health issues. But that bond that was built right there will never be broken. And it was wonderful. And just coming across people from everywhere, all over the United States that were there, I think it was great.
0: Yeah. And me and Batita run our photography business together. Um, I'm more of the shooter in the uh, business and she handles the business side of the business. And I know she wants to get more into the shooting also, but we find time and, or we have to find time to do more of that, but just to keep it running as a business, I'm, I'm doing most of the shooting. She's doing most of the business side of it, which I don't like to do. And I'm glad she's there to take up the helm on that. Um, and Joe, I know you run yours as a business also. Yes. But you also concentrate your efforts on a full-time job. Yes. A lot of photographers yes. want to be full-time, but at some points in your life, you can't do that. And I know I did that for a while, worked a full-time gig, and then try to squeeze in photography and try to run it as a business. Tell us a little bit about um, how you balance all of that.
2: Well, yeah. Um I make sure that um, because I have uh, a lot of seniority on my job, I'm able to get the weekends off because that's when most of the events and most people do their weddings or birthday parties or whatever. So I, I make sure that I, that I have the weekends off. And because I have the seniority that I have, I'm able to, if I need to, I can take a extra day off here or there to get prepared or, you know, if it's something during the middle of the week, I can be able to take off to, to, to do that without really affecting, you know, my money or whatever. And, um, and it helps out. I've gotten to be kind of known around the city. Um, I'm kind of known as photo Joe. So, (laughs) uh, that name was given to me from a DJ friend of mine. We were doing a, um, a gig together uh, actually, over at the pier over in, in uh, Riverdale, yeah, we were. I was out there shooting pictures, and you know, and you know, people would come up, and he was on the on the mic, and he was like, "Hey, go over there and get your your shots from uh, Photo Joe." So it kind of <laughs> stuck with me. So I kind of use that now, and um, and I do a lot of like events, um, and and I kind of like doing big events because. Uh, it gives you a little more exposure too because yeah. see, people see you out there. I do the uh, Chosen Few, uh, they call it a festival now. It started off as a picnic, mm-hmm. and they're, they're actually going into their 30th year this year. So I'm hoping to be a part of that. So um, I was a part of their 25th. They had Stephanie Mills and Evelyn Champagne King and oh, some great. other. Yeah. yeah. So. It was, you know, it's a great experience. And then you get a chance to rub elbows with some of the stars. Like this year, Ed Lover was there and, you know, some other people. Sometimes Dion Cole, you know, some of the Chicago Mm -hmm. artists, they pop in. So you get a chance to, you know, hobnob with them and talk a little bit with them. And, um, you know, we had Mayor Lightfoot there this year. So she came out. That's outstanding. Yeah. And then we had the the chief there too, you know, so (laughs) – you know, you get to meet some interesting people doing photography. Yeah. So you get to meet some, you know, celebrities here and there, you know. But um, but I, I usually, you know, I try to, I still, you know, I do my nine to five and, um, you know, whenever, and and a lot of my business is from uh, like social media or somebody that's seen me out and it's like, okay. Word of mouth. Yeah. And it's a lot of word of mouth stuff. So um I haven't been advertising as as strongly as I as I want to, because I'm you know still doing a nine to five, so I'm kind of limited as to what I could do. There's but, a little apprehension that you might get too much work. Well, ex- exactly, <laughs> and then right. well, see the thing, and and I don't want to, but see if, but I'm I'm the type of person that if I got something that I can't do, hey, I'll call up you know somebody else say hey i got this gig i can't do it yeah. maybe i can pass it on to you and that's a good thing about networking with other photographers cuz exactly. you can you know you know what kind of work they do and you know what kind of work you know you there you know people know what's expected of you they expect certain type of work from you so you can pass it on to somebody that's that's comp. you know that's it's comparable that the to same the to, work to, ethic yeah. yeah the same work ethic same skills you know and it's like they won't be disappointed when you pass it on to this other guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, We've run into that um, a couple times where we were either booked on that date or wouldn't be in town or in something else, and we had to pass it on uh, to other people. But when you do that, you want to make sure that – their quality is there, exactly, and um that they they represent themselves in the same manner that you would represent yourself as right, a as right. a business person.
2: Yeah, especially around like prom season. Sometimes the people wait to the last minute to yeah. book you, and I try to post and put out there, say, "Hey, prom season's coming up. You know, book now, book now, right? You know, book early. Don't you don't wait to the last minute. I had some people do that with me, and they called me up and was like." I already got something booked. I'm sorry, you know, because you can't you it's not like you can do two prom shoots in a day. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. It's it's not gonna happen because they usually leave about the same time, yep, you know. Exactly right. So, unless they're going to the same place, same prom and they're at the same house, then you could probably get them, get them in, in there. together. Yeah. But you know, that's very unlikely.
0: The um if if one of the listeners wanted to look you up, see your work, where would they find you?
2: Well, mostly now I'm on social media. I'm working on uh, rebuilding. I had a website up, uh, but I have to uh, kind of – re it's in, it's in a rebuilding stage. Revamping it, yeah. Yeah. So uh, right now I'm just on uh, Facebook and social media. Uh, my Facebook is L. Robinson Jr. Uh, on Facebook. And – my social media, my Instagram, e- Instagram yeah. is is uh, photo Joe Robinson.
0: Photo Joe got that moniker. Yes,
2: photo Joe <laughs> Robinson. So yeah, uh, right now that's how you can contact me. But I'm i website will be coming soon. I'm I'm in the process of rebuilding it. Yeah, you know that's why I'm trying to you know take some of the stuff that I got from these conferences, and that would be my portfolio. That would be some of the shots that you that they would see. Um, on the, uh, on the website.
0: At, um, future conferences, um, what would be some of the subjects that you would be interested in putting into your war
2: chest? Um, definitely, um, I, I, I want to get a little more into the video part of it. Mm-hmm. So that would, I would definitely want to take some, just some, some basic video classes. Cause you know, I want to be able to showcase my work, and I, I could, you know, take some of that stuff and put, you know, on my webpage yeah. or you know, social media or whatever. So when I'm doing my my advertising, I can, I can make it out of a video. I've seen some of the stuff that some of the other guys that I've met. I you met this one, uh, this this one photographer in St. Louis, uh, Martinez. He does. Uh, he has a studio out there in St. Louis. When I went to the conference out there, I met him. Real cool guy. Yeah. Um, and he he put together a real nice video uh, pro- promo video for his uh for his uh Instagram. That was nice and I thought, you know, man, that'd be cool to do some stuff like that. So yeah. video is definitely one of the things I want to get more into, not that it's going to be like totally my thing, but I still want to have some knowledge. Of you know putting together videos right, and, right. and stuff like that, and definitely a little more uh, of the editing skills. I have a little bit of editing skills. I'm not the the greatest, but you know I can I can do some some i de- I'm pretty decent at it. <laughs> you know, but Enough that's to make more, it look good. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, smoothing out the skin and yeah. you know some of that stuff, and you know maybe tucking a little something in on the side you know just poking out but you know but i really want to get more into that too you know i I haven't mastered it as they would say Mm -hmm. you have some masters out there but i'm not quite there yet but i'm looking to get there
0: how would you say you are on the business side of photography because we have to learn yes. the creative side, but also if we want to make money, right, right, right. Side.
2: And that's 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 another thing as far as the the business. Um, you have to be a little more, and because I work a nine to five, it's it's kind of hard because I'm kind of doing it all myself. Yeah, you know, and I'm trying to get more uh, focused on that part of it mm-hmm. because, like you said, you got to. You gotta market yourself. You gotta you gotta be uh, on top of everything with your business. So when a client calls, or you know, and they they need information, or they want you know they want to know how they can get their stuff, and you gotta kind of be right on top of that. You gotta when people call you and say, "Hey, um, I, I want to book you for this. What is you know what is the cost? What is you know you have to." be you're able, able to, to rattle it off. Yeah, you have to be able to tell them right there. You so, can't be like, uh, well, you know, I uh let me let me see what exactly you're looking for. And said, "Now, you know, you have to have your stuff where it's it's you know, like it's a cookie cutter. It's like this is the price for this, this is the price for this." So you offer and, more packages. Yeah, you you want to you want to have some kind of packages to offer them cuz if you if you do it the other way, people will try to—they'll try to wear you down, you know. And it's like they try to, you know, really undercut, you know, undercut your pricing, and you know, and it's like, well, you know, it's you got some people out there right. that don't really uh, appreciate the skill of photographers.
0: People don't know the value.
2: of Oh man, the skills it's, of a it's uh, and the the cell phones. It's like, well, you know, I had a person. I had this one girl told me. Well I can I could take a picture with my cell phone I told <laughs> okay well <laughs> if that's what you want you know right. but you know it's it's a lot of it's it's a lot that goes on after that picture is taken you yeah know, people yeah. don't realize people that. don't
3: realize the yeah. the effort it takes to edit um, I have no clue in what you guys do with Photoshop. I think Photoshop personally is the devil. <laughs> uh, is, is, is the worst,
2: or a lifesaver? Or I can a tell life saber, you. Oh yeah. yeah, you could yeah. take. I mean, that's why I say I want to become, uh, as they say, a master because they can. You know, with Photoshop, you could take a picture that's actually just horrible mm-hmm. and make it look like it. You know, like it was shot, like it was shot uh, with the perfect lighting, and you know,
0: turn it into piece of fine art. Oh yeah, right. Wow. Yeah, right. Um, and, and for us, um, our go-to editing software is Lightroom. Yes. And a lot of photographers use Lightroom. Some use Capture One and, and other, other, um, software out there, but I like Lightroom. Lightroom is easy for me to use. I've learned it, um, and what I can't do in Lightroom, if I need to go further, that's what Photoshop is for. Okay. You know, I don't, I don't immediately go to Photoshop as the first resort. Okay. I mean, that's oh yeah, my every fine every tuning. yeah.
2: With me, everything goes straight through Lightroom first, mm-hmm. and if I need to make any more detailed adjustments or something that I can't do in Lightroom, I just, you know, I, I switch over to Photoshop and I'll, I'll finish the editing there yeah, and, sure. and then, cause there's there are some things that, that's, you know, you, you're you limited as to, you know, some of the things you can do in Lightroom, but, you know, Photoshop is just a way more complex and, and much, way, way more things that you can do in, in Photoshop that, right. uh, that you can't do in Lightroom.
3: Nice. I kept calling um, Lightroom Lighthouse at the conference. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is this guy talking yeah, about? I, told you, I don't know anything about yeah, photography. Yeah. Go man. over there across the yeah. street. Uh, I know yeah. Premiere Pro, After Effects. That's the stuff yeah, I know. That's the video, yeah, stuff. That's the video yeah, stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 But well, Light Lightroom is like he, like he says it's it, it's uh, it's a little easier mm-hmm. uh, to to is. Cause you got these little sliders and all. Once you start playing with those sliders, and it's like, oh, if I do this, it looks like this. If I do this, it looks like that. And then you know, you got all these uh, other people out there that, the other photographers out here that make these presets, and it just, that just makes it even easier for you. Yeah. So like, oh, like, oh, a I no can brainer. just go over here and click on this, and the picture looks like this. right. Oh, wow. so, you know. But sometimes it doesn't always work with every sure. picture, you yeah. know. Only it only works with certain pictures, right. you know. Right so. in
3: video, we have that. We have like in um, Premiere, we have certain LUTs we can actually use in the system where we when we're doing color correcting, I can have a certain look I want to add to a photo. I mean to a video, and it can come out great if the if the balance in your camera is great, or if you overexpose it, nothing <laughs> you can do about right. it. So yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, it's yeah. gone. Yeah. Back to,
0: um, you see you see what our creative brains did. We went off into software and creativity when right, right, we were talking about business. And um, what I want to do in uh, future episodes is talk more about business. Um, because, Joe, you're right. When uh, people don't know the value of a skilled photographer, but the worst thing about that is... As photographers, sometimes we don't know our own value. Right. And you have to have confidence in your pricing. Whatever right. your pricing structure is, you have to have confidence in you. If someone says, how much will it cost to do a headshot? Oh, well, hmm, him and Han, uh, I'll charge you this. Um, well, that's a little bit too high. Don't say, I'll go lower just so I can get your business. Right. Okay, Maybe you'll find a photographer who will shoot it for uh, less than I'm charging. Uh, and maybe the quality will be as good. I don't know, but this is my price and that's my pricing structure. Right. So we have to have confidence in our pricing. Right.
2: You have to you have to be able to stick to your guns. Right. And I had that problem a lot when I first started out, you know, cuz I'm like, okay, well, I'm just starting. Uh I'm not as good as this guy or you know, just, you know, like you said, you have to know your own self-worth. So you have to once you know uh, uh once you put a value on yourself, uh, you have to stick to that value. Make sure that you don't let nobody come right. and talk you down. And right, right. Well, hey, I know I'm worth this. This is what this is what my price is. This is how, what I do it for if you want to go somewhere else. Like you said, if you want to go somewhere else and, you know, maybe he can do what I do and for a lesser price, but this is my price. Mm-hmm you know and and that's one of the biggest things especially when photographers are first starting out cuz they tend to undercut other guys or and and make it hard for you to you know get your price right so uh, you know instead of uh, somebody told me uh uh you need to stop uh uh shooting and burning you know, and that's what, you know, people tend to do. They're shoot and burn. You know, okay, right. I'll shoot all of your pictures for you, and I'll just put them on a disc. For you. You're not going to make any money that way. Right. You have to you offer know. services. You have to offer your service um, and then, you know, do a consult and say, hey, this is these are the pictures, you know, and these are my packages. Now you have to pick your package.
0: Right. And offer other products. We have albums. We have this. Right. We have that. Right. And um, and then be able to have the confidence in telling people. You know, nobody likes sales. You know, I don't. I, I mean, unless you're a skilled, trained salesman, I don't know anybody else that's not in that field that likes
2: selling. Right. That's that's why I'm trying to get my wife more into the business because she has experience in sales. Mm-hmm. So and. She's actually uh, a spoken word artist. She has a gift to gab, so <laughs> she would help out a lot if if I could get her into that part of it. Yeah. you know. It would help out a lot if I could get her into the part. I'm trying to nudge her over, you know. So, um, you know, like you say, sometimes you, you can't do it all by yourself. One thing about photography, you can't do it all by yourself. Yeah. you have to have some a team. You know, whether, well, you
0: can, but you're going to be a tired individual. Y- yeah,
2: you can do it, but. It, it's it, it's very hard and it's very, you know, it, it's easier when you got other people you can work with, you know, people you network with. Yeah. Like if you're shooting a wedding, man, and you're shooting by yourself, you're going to be all over the place. And if you got a, if you just got a second shooter, that helps out a lot. Exactly. You know? Right.
0: You know? Yeah, that's true. And
2: when I, whenever I shoot a wedding, I, 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 I try to, I, I try to make sure I got a second shooter. You know, so that and that's that's where networking comes in. Okay, hey, I know this guy, I know this photographer, I know that photographer, uh, I know his skill set, I know, you know, his style, you know, so hey, can can you come in with me on this on this shoot and you know, hey, you know, y'all work out whatever, you know, that second that second uh shooter price is gonna be. Right. And and, and and, and and that you know it just helps everybody out instead of like like we said before like we said earlier. Nobody wanted to. Nobody wants to help the other person. It's like wow. Why should I help you? I'm trying to make my money. I'm trying mm-hmm. to do my thing, and it, it's easier when we help each other. You know, because that that comes to. A lot of times it comes to bigger things. You know, and and. And more work down the road. Yes, you know? yes. You know
0: that's the goal. Because you can't more work.
2: You can't make all the money off of one shoot. You know. Now you got to
0: go out there and you got to do it. Yeah. But um, and being in um, uh, the business owner owning yeah. a photography business. Yeah. If you don't go out th- go out there and work it, you're not getting paid. Right.
2: Exactly. Yeah. If you don't go out there and 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 that's another thing. Uh, another thing. Uh, the hardest part about. Uh, doing photography and working a nine to five is being able to just get out and shoot, not actually working, but sometimes you need to get out and shoot. You know, when you buy new equipment, you need to get out and shoot and test it. So, you know, you know, okay, I know how, I know how it is in this lighting. I know what I need to do when it's, when I, when I'm doing, you know, different situations and learning the tools of your craft. Right. Right, and that's one thing, one of the main, th- that was one of the first things uh, this this older guy uh, I met, um, actually he was a relative of my of my wife's uh, aunt, and um, he was showing me some stuff. He was just kind of mentoring me on, you know, some of the stuff that I need to work on starting out in photography. And one of the first things he told me was, know your camera. Mm-hmm. You need to know your way around your camera. You need to learn all the functions on it. You need to know how to get to those functions. You need to know how to, you know, get to your settings when you when you're in because your lighting situations change, and you need you always, you know. I find myself, especially when I shoot events outside, you know, the sun moves, right, and so you, you constantly, level, yeah, you are constantly changing your 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 light your settings for your light, yeah you know and that's what we do we we figure out the lighting and we 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 manage that and and you know try to try to master the light you know so we can get the shot that we need you know you're not going to always get the shot that you want but uh you know you you'll at least you'll at least get some uh, some some good stuff some good decent know? stuff
0: i can imagine the uh difficulty increased difficulty um, for anyone shooting video out there, when the environment changes, the sun goes down, the sun gets brighter, the clouds come in, um, and, and you're not just shooting one shot, you're shooting a whole scene. You have to make changes on the fly. So All like I said, time. we're yeah. problem solvers on the fly.
3: Yeah. Same here. You With us, we have to use more filters. We have to have more ND filters to kind of make those adjustments on the fly. And um, I know when I really began doing this, I said I had to get some ND filters. Um, we did a wedding, and the sun was just like right in my camera, and I didn't have a filter, and I couldn't make the adjustment. But the video came out okay, because I have internal filters in my camera. But usually with video, we set our lights, we know what we want, we get what we want. But when you're shooting outdoors, it's a constant, constant change and battle with the lighting. The, the like you said, the sun moves, clouds yeah. move. Yeah. Um, you know, you get unpredictable shadows. It come out of nowhere. Um, and it's really difficult when you're by yourself shooting. So yeah, you have to make adjustments on the fly and be prepared for any yeah. situation. So, yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. sun can be your enemy, but it also can be your, your, your best friend. Not a video. Well, <laughs> well, video. well, it, you know, when you, when yeah. you, cause well, this is uh, you golden know, hour. Yeah. there is, are there some shots that I, I took. Uh, matter of fact, I took a shot, um, it actually wasn't even sunlight. It was just a, a flood, a big, blurring floodlight. I was I was at an all white party and we were in a this person's backyard and and uh, it was like pool. He has a pool in the back and everybody's standing out there and I was taking a picture of a couple and it just so happened they were standing right in front of this big floodlight. So it's like you know I had to. Adjust my flash to, you know, to kill the so I wouldn't I wouldn't you know it wouldn't black them out. So, but that light on the back, you know, just worked as a backlight. So it lit up, you know, it was almost like a hair light. You know, yeah. it just lit good rim light. Yeah, it made made good made, made, a good, out made it background. out to be yeah. a nice nice rim light. And I looked at the picture. I was like, oh. Okay, that's yeah, nice. Yeah.
3: yeah. And see, with me, if if I'm at all white party, I'm gonna need filters, right? Because white will blow out my shot. Right. So yeah, it right. just it's a difference. It's a big yeah. difference. So yeah.
0: Well, before we uh, wrap up here, I'm gonna put Bettina on the spot here. I'll hear about it later. But anyway, he being did it to me. A, so, being yeah. a partner in in this company, uh, what advice would you give other couples that are trying to run a business um, and balance life, um, what would you say to them?
1: Um, I I think the first thing would be talk. Talk about it. Don't disagree about it. Talk about it. Um, I got into this business not knowing that I was ever going to be in any type of photography business after we decided we were going to be together. And knowing his love for this, it also became my love. Okay. So, um, I guess I started looking at it like, this is our future. This is our retirement. And my number one goal at that time was this is the way to get him off the street. I no longer have to worry about my husband packing a gun on his side and looking out for everybody else. He could be at home and that time has now come. So I, I, As we work together forward, um, everything is discussed, Um, whether it's, is this date available? Do you have time to do this or do you have time to do this? And like you said, I more or less handle the business side of it. So when somebody calls in asking about our services, I try to make sure that I'm prepared to answer those questions if I feel like, um, It might be somebody who's experiencing hard times, but these pictures really need to be done. This is something that we will sit down and talk about together. It's not a decision that I'm just going to go make on my own. But at the same time, I have to feel confident enough to be the representative of our business and be able to help us move forward. He is the one taking the photos and I'm the one handling more or less the business part of it. But even with just the business part of it, I'm the person who's also on site. So if there's a wedding, I'm the one who's saying, nope, wait a second, hold back, don't snap that photo, please. The bride's hair is not in place. All right. um, I have a love for children. So like one of my main focuses is I want to photograph the babies. But I am no, I know I'm not as good as he is at that. So in fact, my very first um, photography conference that I attended was, how do I wrap them? So now even if it's a newborn that we're photographing, he might be doing the photograph. But I can look back at that photograph later and say, I'm the one who wrapped that child. (laughs) Oh, look how cute they look. (laughs) I did that. He might have snapped that photo, but I did that. You're the poser. (laughs) Right. So, And I'm also Cruella DeVille at the weddings who's gathering everybody and making sure that the bridesmaids and the groomsmen, and I will warn them ahead of time, your bridal party might not like me later, but your pictures will. So um, I appreciate it because we work it together. So when the final package is presented to somebody, he might have been the one clicking behind it, but I had something to do with it. So I think it's something that at that point that we can both appreciate.
0: Right. Oh, that's great. Teamwork. Yeah. Uh, and one thing I, I want to clarify for people that don't know us is that when she said I was on the street packing a gun. <laughs> that's not in a bad way. I'm retired law enforcement, so yeah. that, that's the reason I don't want people thinking, "Ooh, what's going on there? <laughs> <All right. laughs> but anyway, um, I, we're going to wrap this up. I appreciate uh, all of you men here in the studio just having some uh, conversation. For, uh, for future episodes, like I mentioned, we're going to be talking about uh, business. Um, a lot of photographers uh, photographers struggle with what do I charge? You know, right. those are things that we're going to talk about also.
3: How about the setup of the the corporation, the LLC, S Corp, yeah. C Corp, right. things of that nature. Right. If
0: they don't want to be a sole yeah. proprietor, um, you know, the taxes, what did I do about the taxes? How much should I hold back for taxes? Things like that. There's a lot of nuances on the business side of it that right. um, as photographers, uh, we struggle with that. So those are things we're going to be talking about in the future with future guests, uh, guest speakers that have um, expertise in those fields. So that will be one of our focuses so we are out of time folks i want to thank everybody for coming on the show and for those at home look for us in future episodes this is rob with the blurred lens and we are out of here